by the time we actually got the escape room finished and ready to go, that's right about when the pandemic started. So we struggled to find anywhere to begin our operation. We eventually found a small town in southern Utah called Enterprise, where they're so secluded, such a low population. They were the only place that had any sort of Founders Day festival type thing during the summer. So we went there for their corn fest and had a trial run. It went really well. There weren't any other escape rooms there. So people had a great time. It was their first experience with anything like this. Welcome to Keep Going, a podcast from Mazuma that shares motivational stories for small business owners. I'm Greg. And I'm Ben. And we're your hosts for this episode. Today, we're talking with Mitchell, one of the founders of Escape Pod, a mobile escape room experience. Mitchell, welcome. Thanks for having me. So, Mitchell, I've heard of escape rooms before, but what is a mobile escape room? Well, escape rooms in general are essentially where you are placed in a room, given a time limit, everybody has to collaborate and work together, and you have to solve a series of puzzles to escape. And we've taken that experience and placed it inside a trailer. It's all insulated and heated. feels like an actual building. But with this trailer, a mobile escape room, we can bring the experience to whatever event you choose. Wow, very cool. That's cool. How big of a trailer are we talking about here? Is it like a semi-trailer, horse trailer? Around that size, but it doesn't have holes like that on the side. We don't do this anymore, but in our experimental phase, we kept 12 people in there at one point and there was still enough room to navigate and move around everybody now the limit's eight but it's surprisingly roomy cool so what led to you creating this escape pod my family loves escape rooms i actually took my now wife on our first date to an escape room in provo and i eventually proposed to her by making another escape room that we went through with a group of people. And at the very end of it, I got on one knee and proposed and everything. I basically began with no idea of how this would work out in the slightest. We just found anything that could be closed with a lock and put a lock on it and then wrote different puzzles down to solve it. We ended up putting a gun lock on a boot and writing a note on the inside that said, I locked my boot and now I only have one boot. Did it ever cross your mind? What if she doesn't get through the escape room? <laughs> oh, it, it crossed my mind. I spun a web of lies saying that this was my friend's escape room. We were play testing it. So I was one of the participants. I just pretended oh, okay. like I didn't know any of the answers if we ever got stuck. <laughs> you had a backup plan. You're good. Right. Yep. And so it ends with you on your knee unlocking right. the, ring, the ring box. She always wanted someone to propose to her on the Singapore flyer, this large Ferris wheel in Singapore. So we shut off all the lights as soon as she found out the last puzzle, turned on projectors on the walls so it looked like you were in one of the carriages in the Singapore flyer looking at the skyline with fireworks. And I proposed oh, as close to Singapore as I could get. I am oh, not worthy, Mr. My wife better not listen to it. And I told my family about my experience and everyone got really excited and we realized that we really wanted to collaborate together and make something bigger. Yeah, we took some of the puzzles and ideas we had, put them together, and made our own. I've been to a couple of these escape rooms. I can't imagine like creating one. What is the process you go through to, to actually make these things and bring them to life in, in a room? 
we took all of our team members and just made one large spreadsheet that had different columns for thematic elements that could go in the room, puzzles that could go in the room, different hints that could be labeled around areas of the room. Because we would always have to either draw out or show examples of what we had in our brains. And it was just a lot of fun trying to think of different ways to challenge the people who came to the escape room. And we took the ones we liked the most, organized them into a flow chart with different branching paths to visualize what puzzles had to be done in sequence, what ones could be done simultaneously, and how they would all reach the same conclusion. Yeah, I can't use the word gamer because that has a totally different connotation now. But back in the day, you know, like board games, strategy games, has that always been something that your family's been into and involved with? Or is it just kind of come to life? We've always loved games, either playing them with each other or coming up with our own. And right now, especially doing the escape room has taught us a lot about game design. And I would love to apply this into making video games as well. So Mitchell, usually it seems like these escape rooms have a theme or some kind of consistent storyline. How did you come up with the theme for your trailer? We have one trailer has an, an alien theme right now. We came up with our idea by just having all of our team members propose their own stories. We all read them to each other and decided on which ones we liked the best. Once we selected something relatively close to our final product, we all worked together to fine-tune it to match the puzzles and general room outlook. I know you shared the theme of this, which was you know an alien type of theme, but there's also kind of a storyline that's woven into these experiences. What's your general overall storyline that goes with your pod? So everyone who gathers at the escape pod is a team of people investigating the disappearance of a local alien enthusiast named Chester Hill. And what you're trying to find out is what exactly happened to him because he made some crazy claims that he discovered alien life. And then a few days later, he was completely gone. So you are to go over to his house, figure out why he disappeared, and figure out if there's anything else fishy going on. Okay. <laughs> and that sends you down the journey, huh? How did you roll it out? Did you just pull into neighborhoods and open the back door and start inviting people in? Or what was your plan? By the time we actually got the escape room finished and ready to go, that's right about when the pandemic started. So. We struggled to find anywhere to begin our operation. We eventually found a small town in southern Utah called Enterprise, where they're so secluded, such a low population. They were the only place that had any sort of Founders Day festival type thing during the summer. So we went there for their corn fest and had a trial run. It went really well. There weren't any other escape rooms there. So people had a great time. It was their first experience with anything like this. This is really cool. I love the idea. You and your family have got together. You sort of came up with an idea. You're ready to launch this. Were you nervous about that? Were you just so excited that you went for it? Or what were some of your thoughts as you got ready to roll this out? We were definitely nervous because we weren't entirely sure how things would go, but it was really exciting. We weren't too worried about how things would work out financially. We just wanted to get this going. And once we did, it was an absolute blast. So you just charged a fee and let as many people come in as, as they wanted. That's right. You mentioned that your family pulled this together and it's kind of a family gig that you're running. Has that presented any challenges or have you seen just all positives coming from working with your family? 
it's mostly been all positives. It's been easy to collaborate and communicate. I'd say the only downside is it's easy for family members to say no to each other when someone has to meet an obligation or a deadline. Sometimes when you're in a family organization or just in any organization, if everybody's in charge and nobody's in charge. So was there somebody else in your family that was kind of the driving force behind it? I planted the seed. I got the idea in everybody's head. But then my dad got really excited about it. He's the one that initially bought the trailer. He bought all the physical supplies and equipment to put the puzzles together and everyone just came and helped them out. Obviously rolling it out during COVID is kind of a big hurdle where, you know, we're supposed to social distancing and other things were required, but any other challenges you faced as you guys launched this and tried to get it going? We had a bit of a tough time getting the word out, especially during the pandemic when people weren't very eager to be locked in a room with strangers for an hour. (laughs) And the way we make money is people reserve sessions with the escape pod we either drive it out to the air vents or they come to us and we went through facebook advertising for the most part and created our own website and tried to get the word out by going to different events so at least the trailer and its big logo could be visible in the public and we also changed our system so instead of allowing individuals to reserve specific slots we changed everything. So the only time people can use the escape pod is reserving it either so we can travel to an event or they come to us and reserve the entire room so we can meet COVID guidelines and people are more likely to be okay with being locked in a room with each other. Okay. So how big of an event do you usually need in order to make it worth going to? Sometimes we just go to like different gatherings where there's some food trucks and sometimes we go to like we mentioned before, Founders Day events where an entire city is gathered together at one park. It doesn't have to be too big. Right. Yeah, I can see that. We In Spanish Fork, there's a, quite a food truck gathering every Friday in the summers, and that's starting up now. I can definitely see that being a draw for people. Yeah. What's the time limit that they have to go in and out? You have an hour to get through it all. Oh, wow. Try to figure it out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So from a business perspective, when when you guys started this, it sounds like it was maybe just a fun idea that everybody got on board with. Is this something you guys are like actively pursuing? Do you plan to expand and make this a full-time thing? Or is this something that you guys always kind of just keep running on the side? And if so, how do you plan to manage all of that? At this point, our plans are to just keep running it on the side. We're actually considering selling the escape pod and potentially making another escape room altogether. I think the most fun part was putting all these puzzles together and organizing everything. Operating is definitely fun as well, but I loved putting it all together. Are you guys planning on making more? At this point, it would be something nice to do. It wouldn't be anywhere in the near future, yeah. yeah. (laughs) You could start a little market here, right? People are used to buying food trucks. That could be a a franchise or something. You started Mm -hmm. selling rooms. Yeah, that's cool. Skate rooms. (laughs) So with everything that goes on, conceptualizing this, building it out, and then now operating. And what's been your favorite part or what is your favorite part about having the escape room? Running the escape room, we have a little nanny cam camera watching everyone going, everything that's going on in the uh, trailer. So I love getting to see people experience each of these puzzles. And if they ever get stuck, whoever's running the hour of the escape pod takes on a persona of someone over this walkie-talkie who's communicating with these people trapped in an alien spaceship, trying to help them out. 
I just love being on the side of the people in the escape pod. Are you ever tempted to mess with people over the microphone? You know, the walkie-talkie, though? That's always been my question. Is, is like, you know, when we do it, we're in there, and they pipe in every once in a while, and I'm like, are they messing with me, or are they, like, really trying to help me out here? <laughs> I mean, sometimes. More often than not, we have the people talking to the walkie-talkie and mess with us, so we just play along with them. That's cool. So on the inverse of that, what is the most challenging? Is there any times you're not enjoying the fact that you have this business that you're running? Are there any things that that are difficult? It is a little difficult because every puzzle will have people who encounter it where the elements just don't click. And it's a little difficult to watch people see something that you've created and that you put time into making presentable and they just don't understand it. You have to try to balance if that's more of a the participant's fault or if that's more of our design's fault. You need to figure out what needs to be changed and what just needs another trial. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a bunch of dummies in there that just can't figure it out? Or yeah. Sounds like a really fun experience. Did you ever find it difficult for people to understand exactly what you were trying to get them to do from a puzzle perspective, like providing enough narrative or context to what you wanted actions you wanted them to take there were a few specific puzzles where we found that it was difficult for people to understand it was interesting to watch because we would have some of the most highly educated adults go into the escape pod and they would have the toughest time encountering puzzles that you've never seen before but if it was something that was familiar like a word search or like pointing a black light at something to find codes then they could do that. But we found that like 12-year-olds or teenagers, people who are experienced with probing around in video games, trying to figure out what you're supposed to be doing, they've been really successful for figuring out our puzzles that you wouldn't see anywhere else. That's oh, that was really cool. cool. You may uh, end up making more of these pods, right? So is there anything that you've learned that you would do differently now? I think we would invest more time into testing. Initially, it was a bit too difficult. We trimmed everything down quite a bit. And then we went through a phase of everything being a little bit too easy. And I think we eventually found a good balance. We have spent a lot of time refining our experience, trying to make it so it is doable in under an hour, but it's not too easy for the user. And I feel like we could have benefited a lot from a longer testing period. Well, Mitchell, we've really enjoyed talking to you today and what you're doing is really cool. sounds like you got a lot of different ideas, a lot of different things going on. What is it that keeps you going? I'm mostly surrounded by wonderful examples of entrepreneurs. All my brothers that collaborated with me, this escape pod was just on the side of what they're already doing. I have one brother selling his artwork, another one who has his own stop motion video business. I want to be a part of that. I want to be able to get all of my ideas and express them to others. This has been a wonderful outlet for that. Yeah, it sounds like you're doing a great job and it sounds like you really have a a mind for this type of stuff. So really cool that you've captured it and uh, found something that you enjoy and been able to turn it into a little hustle here. Yeah, keep at it. Thank you guys so much. Thank you listeners for joining us today. If you or someone you know would like to share your small business story, please go to mazumausa.com slash keep going and fill out the form at the bottom of the page. And if you are looking for tax advice for your small business, be sure to join our Keep Going Facebook group and check out our website at mazumausa.com. A quick brag, about four years ago, we went to a get out game for as a company. 
was Team Greg and Team Ben. <laughs> we won. <laughs> Just saying. I don't remember that. <laughs> I, I've got pictures. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> awesome. <laughs>